Thank you for listening to the Gateway to the Rockies podcast from Visit Aurora from the Raptors of the Stanley Marketplace. This is the show dedicated to telling the stories of Aurora, Colorado. Hi there, I'm Dave, the Senior Marketing Manager for Visit Aurora. Leadership can come in lots of forms. Sometimes it's by being an entrepreneur, a teacher, or as a politician. Sometimes just demanding a seat at the table and being a part of important conversations makes you a leader. I have a leader like that right in front of me, Ana Valles, the VP of Marketing for Fitzsimmons Credit Union. Thank you for taking the time today, Ana. Hi, Dave. Thank you so much for having me. What do you make of that? Do you feel like a, a do you feel a sense of leadership in our community? I do. I do sometimes. Yes. Only sometimes. I mean, you've done a lot in your 11 years since moving here from Chihuahua. I know it's um, yeah, it's crazy to see. Um, all that's happening in the last few years, but yeah. Eleven years ago, you you moved here presumptively. Um, what what was that? What initially brought you here, and what has that? What was that adjustment like initially? Uh, well, it was a hard change. I mean, coming from Mexico. I mean, I grew up there. I was raised there. Um, I graduated college in Chihuahua, Mexico, so I moved here because my parents were living here. Mm -hmm. My dad moved because of work. Um, So yeah, I just came to be closer to them. Um, But it was hard because I knew no one and all my friends, all my teachers, everyone was in, in my family was back in Mexico. So it's a little hard to adjust. Had you been to Aurora previous to that as as a visitor? I never been to Aurora, okay. even Colorado. <laughs> what were your initial pr- uh, impressions of Aurora as a community when you first moved here 11 years ago? Yeah, it was crazy because I moved directly from Chihuahua mm-hmm. to Aurora, so and I haven't left. So yeah. definitely, I feel very comfortable living here. I really felt like home. Felt like I was up, like in Chihuahua with family and kind of um, kind of felt pretty homey. Yeah. What was the moment where you realized not only do, do I live and work here, but I can get involved and I can have a bigger role in our community? Do you, was there a was there one moment or was there a path of momentum that led you to getting more involved at, on the city level? Uh, I don't recall there was like a special moment. I just feel that I just wanted to do more. I mean, I have a son and he goes to a rural public schools, so I definitely wanted to create an impact for a city that he was going to be like living and growing so and getting all his education so definitely i i was just kind of wanted to make a a aurora bigger a better city as well uh, along with your work at fitzsimmons credit union you also serve as a committee chair for aurora sister cities international can you talk about the work that aurora sister cities international does and, and what it means to you personally yeah so um, i studied international affairs in mexico so definitely all these international affairs trading everything um, like that is my passion. So Aurora Sister Cities um, does exactly that, creates a sisterhood with other cities in the world. Um, and this creates collaboration between Aurora and another city in the world. So for me, it was very important to also do that with a city in Mexico because we have a lot of uh, Mexicans living here in Colorado and especially in Aurora. So, and a lot of them are from Chihuahua, actually from where I'm from. So it was really important for me to create um, that 
tie, you know, and and kind of create start creating collaboration and some sort of partnerships within the two cities. Yeah, roughly a year and a half ago, you brought forth a proposal um, to the Aurora City Council for Chihuahua to become Aurora's fourth sister city. What what inspired you to initiate that proposal? What was the spark that said, okay, I'm going to do this? Um, it's a funny story, but a friend and I were actually here at the Stanley Marketplace. Right. Uh-huh. We were having coffee. He's from Chihuahua as well. He works at the city of Aurora. Uh, and we were just having a conversation about doing a sister city in, in, in Mexico. He brought the idea to me and he was saying that if was, I was open to help with that and if I was open to be any city in Mexico, not really Chihuahua. And, and I was all in for that. So I was, I love Mexico. I love my country and whatever I can do. Um, let's do it. So definitely um, we started just kind of with the idea of that. We brought it to um, Aurora Sister Cities, to the executive director. And we went from there and just kind of she guided us through all the process on, on becoming this a reality. Did she see your vision immediately? Did she agree that Chihuahua was the best choice? And what did you feel 100% supported in that? I, I did. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we we talk about different cities to be honest um it just chihuahua made sense uh we already had a connection there i mean with the majority of, of us being from chihuahua it just it just made sense so we we picked that as a city how and in what ways are, are chihuahua and aurora alike and what makes them different from your experience uh they're alike in so many ways i mean they're both kind of small cities for like not like a bigger like New York kind of city yeah. um, they are a lot in development I mean their cities are growing so much and that there's a lot of potential on a lot of industries um, there's like different sectors that we are alike like for example the aerospace sector the um, medical sector so a lot of things that we are just pretty similar um, differences I mean there's a lot I mean just language base um uh what else um i feel i mean as mexicans or latinos we are more like family oriented maybe so yeah. uh we have like a pretty close tights with our family and you can see that because in our visit um recently um there was conversations about homelessness and we i mean I know that in Aurora, that's a topic uh, on the table, but in Chihuahua, you don't see homeless in the streets. Um, so that was part of the conversation between the two mayors on what, like how and why. And one of the things is uh, family, you know, like family sometimes take care of all people that are not um, able to live on their own or have the mental um, means to, to be on their own. So. It's interesting you you mentioned that there's just there seems to be synergies that exist between the two cities beyond your personal connection to it. There just seemed to be almost a natural um, opportunity for collaboration between the two cities. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's funny because that's kind of why I'm here. I mean, my dad works in a Mexican company, in a Chihuahua company, and they opened their headquarters here in Colorado. So, um, so it just I mean, that's how I've been kind of living the past eleven years and. 
kind of traveling back and forth, my dad doing business in both cities. Um, so it's just I, it's something that I've seen like for at least 11 years. So it just it's and I know uh, I'm one of a lot of people that are in the same situation. Uh, you mentioned in your initial pitch to the city council that about 30 percent of Aurora residents are of Hispanic or Latino descent. And the majority of that population has Mexican heritage. Is it meaningful for people to to maintain a connection to their roots? And what does that mean? It is meaningful, especially because um, whatever your situation is, even if you were born there and you move like at a pretty young age or like me, like after college, um, you're always kind of feel that tie and then you will have family there you will have family here so it's so it's a really weird feeling like it's yeah. just like you're in between places so i feel that creates a link to to your community to your roots to your family that's still there um i mean and in the city that you were born in the path on your proposal wasn't an easy road uh, there were some, some pushback to the proposal from some members of the city council. Was that surprising at the time? And, and where do you think that came from? It was and it wasn't, I guess. I mean, unfortunately, there's situations that you find yourself in as Mexican. And I mean, I can put a lot of categories as a woman sometimes or as a single mom. Um, so you will find always people that don't align with your vision and what you are in, in life, I guess. So um, I feel that you will always find people that don't align with, with who you are or what you want. Um, but it, yeah, it was a little surprising um, to hear that. When you got word that the proposal was approved, what was that like? How did that feel to know that this hard work for all these months had finally paid off? What was that feeling? Oh, it was so incredible. Like it's it's not only because I wanted, it's like I definitely I'm the spokesperson of a very large community I mean even like for Aurora Sister Cities we have a, a working group we have a we have a team and just the relief of that all of our voices are heard and that we have um, a place on the table and we can create an impact for our communities um, even here in and in Mexico I think was I, we, I was very happy. <laughs> that that relationship between Aurora and Chihuahua doesn't mean much if it's just symbolic you you were a part of a delegation that went from Aurora to Chihuahua to speak with their leaders and really create a framework for collaboration. What came out of your time at the summit and, and how did you feel being having a seat at that table? Well, there's there's just initial conversations, but definitely we saw a lot of things that we can work on together. We definitely were very impressed on their security, um, how the city implements their uh, public security. And um, so the mayor and a lot of us, even me from being from there, I was very impressed. I'm like, wow, I cannot believe that my city is doing this. So we have a lot of, to learn on on that area. Um, same thing on, on the employment side. Uh, people love working there. I mean, you get to see very hardworking people there. So, um, so yeah, I just think there's a lot of opportunity there. What, what kind of initiatives do you think will be born out of this relationship in the future? Or, or which ones would you like to see? Um, hopefully something in the medical. medical. Um, I know in Aurora we have great hospitals and we have like a really um, innovative uh, medical area. Uh, 
Uh, so definitely, I think that's something that we can provide and support to Chihuahua as I think they are pretty new on that area and that's something that's growing so much. I mean, they just talk about de developing like um, cancer treatments and things like that. So I think that's really something very impactful that both cities can work, not only for um, both cities, but in like international level. Um, so that's one, maybe a lot of like trading and investing and businesses. So I think there's also opportunities there. You've invested heavily in this community and obviously Chihuahua is also home. Do you almost feel like you now have two homes? I do. I felt this way for 11 years. So I definitely, because I, I go back uh, to Chihuahua a lot, I, most of my family is there. Mm -hmm. So I always feel like that, like I have two homes. So you, you also serve as the commission chair for the Art in Public Places program in Aurora, which has displayed more than 300 art pieces throughout the city. Where did that passion come from? Um, I always been passionate about art. Yeah. Um, I'm not an artist per se. I've been a dancer almost all my life. That's art? That's art, yes. <laughs> performing art. That's yeah. performing arts. Uh, I not perform art, um, dance anymore. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, I always been attracted to art. I've been very fortunate to travel around the world. And I think uh, one of the first things you visit when you travel are like some sort of museum, some sort of something like that. I feel that you experience the culture through art. Mm -hmm. So for me, I, that I was always pretty attracted to that. Um, so I've been very passionate about art my whole life. What are some of the projects through the AIPP that you're particularly proud of? I was personally part of a panel in of a roundabout um, that just was finished, I think, two years ago, close to um, ILIF and the RTD station. So that was pretty amazing because I drove by a lot. I mean, I love pretty close from, from that area. So um, so it was it was really great to be part of the panel and, and select that piece of art and then now see it every almost every day. So. I want to talk a little bit about your work at Fitzsimmons Credit Union. You're the VP of marketing, but, but what you do is so much more than promoting the credit union. Uh, what strikes me is how much community outreach that is led by you and your team at Fitzsimmons Credit Union. Why is establishing that relationship with the community so important to you and, and the credit union? Yeah, so as a credit union, we're a nonprofit financial institution, so we are really there for the community. We're not there for big bucks or, or getting any money uh, from our members. Um, so we definitely are all about community, are all about our members. We, whatever we, we get, we just give them in return. Uh, and one way of doing that, I mean, besides having um, no fees or low interest rates, uh, one another, another way is investing in the community as well. And we do a lot through throughout the year on different programs and partnerships, but also we do a lot of financial literacy as well as we as we think it's it's really important to to educate the community in in, in their finances. How do you have time for it all? All the I things that you're involved in. I see you on social media and you're always, if you're not busy working, you're busy traveling. How do you find time for everything in your schedule? I mean, the day has 24 hours, you know, like there is no time to sleep. Okay. Just, just kidding. There's no sleep. I got it. No, I mean, I, I'm a planner. Okay. So I love planning uh, in advance. Um, I definitely take my time to plan my weeks and my yeah. months. So I think with planning, you can do it all. You're very busy in your career as we established, but your most important job is mom. 
Yeah. Um, and it looks like you and your son go on lots of adventures. How rewarding has it been being a mom and, and watching your son grow? Oh, it's, um, I love my son and he's my best friend now. He's he's 10 now yeah. um, and we had so much fun. But I think he, I mean, I've always been like this um, since I moved here. I, I, I mean, I believe America's land of opportunities. So definitely when I moved here to Aurora, I've, I've grown because of that. I think there's a lot of opportunities, but I have bring him along with me. So since he was a little kid, um, he will come to me to the museums or events, uh, to fundraisings, to networking events. So he's been pretty involved since the beginning on all of this. And I see now how he has become this um, young man. Um, and he's very comfortable in social environments. Nice. He's <laughs> museums as his kids take on home yeah. um, traveling obviously I mean he's we've been traveling overseas since he was 11 months old yeah. um, so so definitely I see him grow into this little young man and, and it's amazing to see how his world and his eyes are open he's very open-minded as well so so yeah we had so much fun together uh, I'm sure he's very proud of you and everything that you've accomplished do you feel a sense of responsibility to be a strong role model for your son not only being a single mother but you know setting an example as a strong woman who's uh, thriving as a leader in our community oh yeah absolutely I mean I definitely I think um, me and my family are pretty close so we are definitely all uh, big world quotas for him um, but yeah I think it's important for him to to kind of grow into into that environment and kind of seeing what he can do also for the community and and I mean he's a pretty smart boy as well so <laughs> so yeah Nice. Uh, if you ask anyone what they like to do, most people will say they love to travel, but you have a real wanderlust. You've traveled extensively. Uh, where did that curiosity come from? When did you start traveling? Um, I think I grew up like that. My parents, uh, obviously, with sacrifices and everything, they always tried to um, get us out of town, even if it's pretty close. So we usually had like a trip per year mm -hmm. uh, like a family trip um so yeah i mean that it, it's it was them i i guess i grew up like that and i i don't know um, that's what i want to provide also for my son just kind of experiences how has that experience kind of shaped your worldview from you now interacted with all these different cultures you see all these different places how do you think that's impacted you oh a lot i mean it has opened my mind so much um i i mean i Chihuahua it's a small city as well so definitely I didn't have a lot of exposure to diversity there so just traveling brought that to to my life just di like diversity in general learning about different cultures I mean I spent a couple of weeks in refugee camps in Africa just kind of doing volunteer work there um, they were Muslim so definitely I mean I learned about that other side um, of the culture as well so I live in, in France for a year, oh, wow. so definitely, I mean, that brought another layer as well of just getting to know a different culture, different language. Um, so yeah, I just think it opens your mind so much, but also gives you a lot of opportunities in life. Do you have favorite places that you've gone to or that you, you know, go back to over and over again because they have a special place in your heart? Well, there's different places. I mean, obviously I live in France, in Paris for a year, so that will definitely have a very special place in my heart because I I met a great people there, had great experiences there. Um, I got a degree there as well. So definitely that's that's one that I have come back so many times. 
after. Uh, but I also love Prague in okay. Czech Republic. I mean, I don't know. I think the history there was was amazing. So, so yeah. How do you see yourself personally evolving over the next few years? You're clearly helping shape our city's future, but where do you think that path takes you ultimately? How would you like to grow? I have no idea. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> the million dollar question. Yeah. Um, definitely, I want to keep doing what I do. I love what I'm doing. Um, I work at Fip Simmons and my volunteer work. Um, so definitely grow into those positions and see where that goes. Well, Ana, you're a great steward for our community and we're so lucky to have you fighting every day to make this a great place to live. I'm certainly am a fan and I wish you the best in all that you set your mind to. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate all the support as well. That was Ana Vaez. You can learn more about her work with Fitzsimmons Credit Union at FitzsimmonsCU.com. I also recommend you check out Aurora Sister Cities International at aurorasistercities.org and of course, Aurora's Art in Public Places at auroragov.org. Thank you for listening to the Gateway to the Rockies podcast. Visit Aurora is the official destination marketing organization for the city of Aurora, Colorado and acts as the primary liaison between meeting planners and hotel partners. As Aurora's convention and visitors bureau, Visit Aurora's mission is grounded in showcasing Aurora as a premier destination for meetings, business, and leisure travel. Visit Aurora represents more than 75 plus hotel properties with 13,500 plus guest rooms and more than 1 million square feet of meeting space, including Colorado's largest resort, Gaylord Rockies Resort and Convention Center. As Colorado's third largest city, Aurora is located minutes away from Denver International Airport and showcases mountain views, memorable meeting spaces, and 250 plus international eateries that offer a unique experience for each and every visitor. As the gateway to the Rockies, Visit Aurora's role in the local community goes beyond marketing the city as a destination. The Visit Aurora team is here to assist you with your Colorado visit from facilitating your meeting, event, or convention to helping you discover local flavor and attractions. Go beyond the boardroom in Aurora, Colorado. For more, visit us at visitaurora.com.